Guild of Calamitous podcast contains language and discussions of subject and situations that may be deemed inappropriate for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Incoming Guild Transmission Welcome to the Build of Calamitous podcast. Zulu, Oscar, Mai, Bravo, India, Echo. Hello! Hi! I'm Rilo, I'm your vet fan. I'm Garden, I'm your baby fan. And this is Guild of Calamitous Podcast, an unofficial Venture Brothers rewatch podcast. Big news, Venturus! We're getting a movie! Yes! We're getting a movie! Psyched! Uh, Adult Swim announced it uh, yesterday, I believe, right? Uh, Wednesday, yes. So that'd be Wednesday the 12th. They announced it, and and Doc and Jackson confirmed it, and we're all a go. We even have a synopsis. What? Like, a legit, like, synopsis like it's gonna be a real movie like an actual movie and it's not alone uh it is uh along with um aqua teen hunger force vibe is getting a second movie and metalocalypse is getting uh a movie and my dad will be psyched about that my Uh, dad enjoyed metalocalypse yeah i i i mean i i i liked it for what it was but i'm i'm just i'm not a metal person I'm not that's a heavy that's metal person fair, fair. so like i watched the first season and i kind of liked it but i just i was i couldn't get that into it uh i did like aqua team i've always oh, liked yeah. aqua team, i know you the... like aqua team so uh and they already had a movie so i guess uh movie two it's a, i don't know it's a movie film for theaters the sequel select release <laughs> aqua teen hunger force colon movie film for Select rele- release colon the movie. Underscore electric boogaloo. Electric number two, <laughs> electric boogaloo. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we got that going for us. Uh, and from the synopsis, this is what we're getting. We don't know if we're getting anything else beyond that. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I, I, I have a feeling they'll set up for something. Um. I like to hope that they'll set up for something big, like another at least another season or something. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows what we'll get? Uh, Now we're getting something. So uh, the Venture Brothers film uh, it will uh, feature a new invention from Doc, either bringing the Ventures incredible wealth or destroying them. And Hank searches for himself. Dean searches for Hank. The monarch searches for answers, and a mysterious woman from their past threatens to bring the entire world crashing down on them. Oh, that sounds interesting. Now, for people who have actually watched the whole series, this will make more sense than it does to Garden. I know nothing. Because <laughs> you haven't watched season seven yet. Yeah. They they really set up hard for this. Like, I, I, I can kind of see where they're maybe going with it, but I don't know. Good, good, good. Uh, um, and how can we watch these films? Well, they will be on HBO Max eventually in Adult Swim. Uh, but get this. Uh, the movies will first land on Blu-ray and DVD. 
You don't have to get these, you know. Oh, and digital release as well as uh, pay-per-view. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. There you movie. go. Movie. 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 Movie, movie, movie. Go team movie attempt. I believe that's what uh, Doc Hammer wrote. Yes, if I remember correctly. Was a uh, go team movie attempt. Hey, we stand attempts. I mean, that's all you can do at this point. Um, now, for a long time, we had planned this episode out, and things have gotten moved around, and uh, then this happened. Uh, but we had planned Halloween to coincide with something else. Something very special. Today is uh, the day, the day, of, day of release. Yes. Day of release, not the day we're recording, is uh, Garden's 27th birthday. Yeah, I'm old. I'm officially out of the 26th demographic. Yeah, you're officially in- aged up into the the next target demo. Soon I, be- I, am, I am now on the, the second tier list. Second tier. Like, like, out- like you have that like 18 to 20 to, like to 26, 25-ish hold out yeah. on things. Now I'm now in the 20, like that's actually third tier because they also have zero to 18. Yeah, but it depends on what you're, you're scrolling For 18 on. and under. It depends. Yeah, I guess it depends on where. I don't know. I don't know what demographics you're looking at. No, uh, weird ones. But yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I officially have to scroll far longer when I'm putting in my birth date for things. <laughs> I don't like it. But. Uh, but happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Garden. Yay. I think this uh, is kind of the best way to go through Halloween, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a weird one. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a big one, and it's a weird one. And we, we got this. We got this going for us, you know? We got, we got, we got, <laughs> we got Halloween. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh why don't i uh jump us on in here uh, that's an excellent idea <laughs> the episode we're looking at today is a very venture halloween written by doc hammer directed by jackson public with an original air date of october 28th 2012 it's episode number it's a halloween special it doesn't have one it's a special uh our cast of characters of voice cast for this episode are as follows. James Urbaniak as Dr. Venture. Michael Sinter Nicholas as Dean Venture. Chris McCulloch as Hank Venture. Sergeant Hatred, Pete White, Dragoon, and Curse. Kurth. Uh, I hope that Curse is back. Uh, Doc Hammer as Dermot. Billy Quizboy, The Outrider, Red Mantle, and Poster Face. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Uh, Big special guest, uh, J.K. Simmons as Ben, otherwise known as Old Man Potter. Stephen Rattazzi as Dr. Orpheus. Charles Parnell as Jefferson Twilight. Dana Snyder as The Alchemist. And H. John Benjamin making his final appearance in the show as The Master. We stand. Uh, I know. We'll see. This is the thing about getting like to like the final seasons. I'm gonna start seeing final appearances of people. I know it's sad, <laughs> and I'm it's sad. Kind of depressed. 
I, yeah, I don't think he knew that that was the last time you were going to see the master, Aww. but but uh, surprise, it Aww. is. Um, so buzzkill. <laughs> I try. I know. Uh, so this episode takes place during um clean suit, which is why we're we split clean suit in half. Yes. Um, did you make haunted houses? I did one haunted house uh, when I was in high school because. Back, back when I used to uh, attend a church. <laughs> oh God, it was a church haunted house. That okay. Does not bode to be well. fair, no, we <laughs> actually we had well so so the, look 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 the oh. high school students got to put on the haunted house, uh-huh. and this year it was me and my group of you know friends and acquaintances from church, and uh-huh. we decided that. The adult that we were going to choose to help us was my father. Oh dear God! Oh, it was beautiful. We we like we Jesus. We, we, and we that is it. why you no longer go to church. Uh, no, there there are a myriad of reasons I no longer go to church, but that was not one of them. It was actually one of the best ones that they'd had. We um we made a dry ice machine like with a hair dryer so we could pump mist through the classroom we were using we uh, eventually turned on the lights for a viewing of the tombstones which we had carved all sorts of funny names and we built a crypt yeah i i dressed up as a an angel statue and i would scream at small children it was hilarious you know, we, we had, you know, so I would scream at them. That would trigger I, I, my, like, my one of my friends to bust out of the crypt in a werewolf mask and they'd run out screaming. I, I got to know. So Angel, we're, are we talking like uh, Black Angel? Yeah, like, is... it, like an inverted Black Angel. So I did like kind of white. The marble. Black Angel, by the way, is a local oddity for our hometown. It's actually an absolutely fascinating story. Feel well, free we, to look it up. The black, the, oh, yeah. the, the black angel of uh, of Iowa City. Look it up. Oh yeah. Um, uh, if you find anything from Third Eye over Iowa, I encourage you to read it. It is entertaining. Beware the website. And it and it is written by my father, father. which is why we chose him to uh, help so us. So it was a black angel and not like a weeping angel. Ability. No, it was it was very black angel esque. But then I kind of I did the whole like if they got close enough to me, I would scream at them. And I, I had painted myself in um, Vaseline and cornstarch because that was how I could get the cornstarch to stick to me. And cornstarch apparently glows under black light. Oh my God. So we had the whole thing set up with like black lights and mist and cream. It was great. It was one of the better that ones is that we had. That is the most extra. Fun fact, pieces of the crypt are now um, insulation in the walls of my house. <laughs> seriously yeah because we used pink insulation foam and we painted it and then we just threaded it together with um dowels so we could then use it in the house that you guys were remodeling that we were remodeling at the time that is that is actually pretty genius it was it was great and it was lightweight so it was easy to carry so if you ever need to i believe there are still some tombstones in my parents shop as well well, at least I now know where to go to get haunted house supplies. It's my parents' backyard. It's just, just bring them up. Just show on by. Just drop on by and be like, "Hey, I would like to see the tombstones." I would. I would like to make some spooky. Yes, it was. Um, it was 
probably one of the better ones that I've been to at that church. I never made a haunted house. I, in fact, am uh, easily scared. That's very easily scared uh, of everything. Yes, <laughs> um, I will. I will give you that. Uh, I cannot watch horror movies, which is sad because I always want to watch horror movies with you. Uh, because I will have recurring nightmares. But it's so um, much fun. So I can't really get into the scariness of Halloween. Like, I am so terrified of zombies and aliens. Like, I'm deeply traumatized from Mars Attacks as a kid. Okay, look, Mars Attacks. You have to watch that as an adult because it is. I tried and it just it just brought up all of my nightmares from my childhood. Like, it was, like, not a good time. Uh, well, so I think I, that, that's, a, that's a good, you know, what was your favorite childhood halloween costume oh god my favorite halloween costume that i had uh, yes probably uh, i'm gonna say when i was superman because i was superman when i was i like, recall that i was like i was like three maybe okay i don't recall that one i'm pretty sure you did that while you were older as well uh, there's lots of photographic evidence I, of it i seem to remember you doing it when i knew you I, but I was like three or four and I was Superman. There's lots of photographs of it and I was really into it. Uh, And the best part was uh, for, so I I did the whole, you know, underwear on the outside. Oh yeah. At the S uh, I was wearing a blue um, one piece pajama. Nice. And then for my feet, I had pink wellingtons so oh bless so it, it i was i was just an adorable little tight dressed up as superman um I, I superman. superheroes i was budget super my mom made a lot of my costumes yeah um I, I was i was a superhero another time i just don't remember what superhero i was i, I was spongebob weird ones too. yeah yeah, you you got more out. I I, stayed, I went I went a little haywire with my costumes. I I stayed pretty close to pop culture. <laughs> you know, uh, do you remember the one year that I did the devil, but he was in the bathtub? Yeah, yeah, that was that's a personal favorite. Um, the one year that I went as Juliet at the end of the play. <laughs> yeah 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 and then uh the following year to that one i went as the do not remove sticker off of a mattress <laughs> listen i know i know i know a kid that has on more than one more than one halloween just gone as a box it's quick it's efficient and it gets him his candy oh there like, was, there was my, one of my personal favorites was where um I went as a rave kid (laughs) and I was popping Smarties in front of the adults. Did you? Oh, God. Yeah, I was like, I was popping Smarties. You committed then. You you really committed. And my mom knew knew I was doing it. (laughs) Like, she knew exactly what I was doing. That is excellent. Yes, it was it was divine. And this is like the first Halloween in our new neighborhood, too. So I was like committed to freaking out these parents. Just like, yeah, you stay away. <laughs> do not do not interact with me. <laughs> this this child is feral. <laughs> this is a feral child. 
Yeah, I had a lot, like, I did, I did, um, I went as a witch for, like, four years in a row as a child, which, you know, that explains a lot. I went as a scream guy multiple years, but I think that was just because I had the costume and it still yes, fit. I remember I was you lazy. wearing the scream constantly. Yeah, I think it was, like, about three years that I, ke- I wore, because it was a store-bought costume and it fit and it got the job done. And it kept like, fit. that's literally all I cared about was... At that, that point, it was it was less about, hey, I get to dress up. It'll be fun. It was more about, I just want the candy and get it over with. See, I always had fun with the, what the heck is that? Like, to be fair, see, though, I won a costume contest with the mattress tag. Oh, well, it's because that's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> see, I got back into it. As an adult, yeah. As an adult, I've gotten back into, like, you know, the elaborate, not the doing the quick, quick and easy route. Well, see, I think the problem is that as an adult, I got into cosplay. And yeah. all of my friends started having kids. So then I would have to come up with kid-friendly options because some of my cosplays are not child-friendly. No, they're they're, they're quite uh, salacious. Boobacious. Yeah, boobacious. So I, so, so I would bust out a cosplay and like take these adorable little three-year-olds on their first trick-or-treat. It was so cute. Yeah, no, I, I've I've done and I got I gotta admit, uh being a grown-up, probably the most fun I've had on Halloween oh, is God, taking yes. a kid trick-or-treating. First, like that is the first time that you take a child trick-or-treating. Taking a kid trick-or-treating, it makes you feel like a kid again. Like I get it. I get like, it. Like I had a friend, so she had her daughter and then she had her like baby son. Yeah. And I got to take them trick-or-treating. And I was like, my heart was melting. And they're going like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. And and, and then you also see other people's like really adorable kids in their costumes. God, and you're just like, oh, you're so cute. But then you get the adults who like, don't care. And you're see, like, do you not understand how, how magical cute. this is? I know, I mean, like, I... If I ever become a parent, I think the one thing that I want to do is I want to carry on in my father's footsteps of the uh, biannual uh, Halloween death march. Because <laughs> my mom, which like she would take us out to be fun, you know, we'd have fun, but we wouldn't like go around. But on every off year, my dad would take us and we would end up trekking like three miles. Yeah, my dad did that too. Yeah, the, the Halloween death march. And like you would walk all the way from our side of the neighborhood to the other side to the rich people neighborhood where you would get the king size candy bars. Yeah, that's when you get the full bars. Yeah. But the thing is, you have to hit up every house on the way and avoid the houses that are like $5 entry. Here's your cup. Yeah. Because those were not uh, those were not trick or treating. And uh, yeah, that was I'd be like, but dad, they have the lights on. That's not a house you want to go to, child. Yeah. Um, problems of living in a car. I can't wait for Halloween again. I don't, I'd like never got trick-or-treaters in any of my apartments. So I'm kind of stoked to like- That you now live in a place where you'll get, trick or, get trick-or-treaters. Yeah. I'm like, this will warm my heart. I love, I love Halloween. I, I, I do too. And this episode really sort of captures the spirit of it. Yes. I, I mean, starting with the opening montage of the boys just trying to scare Rusty. 
with their haunted houses. Which was, number one, it was adorable. It was really sweet. It's very heartwarming. And they stay the same age for a few Halloweens. Uh, That's the thing that gets me. It's like, oh, you have not aged. Uh, But, But can we talk about their last one? The one that really scared him. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> Malignic Malama. Mel- Mal- Malama. <laughs> uh, Melanoma? Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And Dean and, going, I knew I shouldn't have trusted her. <laughs> yeah, I know. And water dripping from the light sockets. <laughs> It's like that's just enough to make him have almost just like a complete breakdown. Yeah, like to be fair, as an adult now. Oh no, thinking about all of those together, I'm like like no, happening I'm right in a day, like in the span of five minutes, I would die. Yeah. That yeah. is true existential horror right there. Yeah. No. It's like it I can really watch so- I can it's watch terrifying. something like Tusk and be like yeah, I'm scared. This is really freaky. But I know it's not going to happen to me. No, but like, as soon as you talk about water out of the light socket. Oh, God, no. Are you combat kidding me? One of, one, of, <laughs> one, one of our toilets clogged today, and now it's like, oh, crap, we have to go get a snake. And I have to snake a toilet. <laughs> Kill me. Like, it's just, yeah, it's like these stuff, this is like, that is how you truly scare an adult. <laughs> Taxes. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. If someone mentions this is the IRS, I oh, shivers. Uh, Missionaries. Mm. Just any, any, no, it doesn't matter. Any kind of door to door salesman, anything that involves me in interacting with another human being, period. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I'd rather not interact. We're here to, we have been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. I swear to God, I don't even drive and I get those calls. I know. Like, that is enough. To, yeah, no. So I, I, I get rusty in that respect. Yeah, no, that's, boys, you were pushing it. They were pushing it. And they got him. They got him finally. The dead boys is pretty good though. That's impressive. I know the the bookcase, like all <laughs> the bookcase is falling. I like how all he says is warm up the slugs. <laughs> Just like, you know, <sighs> like, yeah, like this is normal. This is uh. normal. But no, the way to scare him is with real adult problems. <laughs> That's how you scare all of us. That's how you scare an adult is give them some real adult problems. That's how you scare them. Yeah. Um, and hey, fancy spooky uh, credits. I loved those credits. Thank you, Doc Hammer, for they the were gorgeous beautiful. credits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they really are nice. I, I, I like the, I like the zombie henchmen. <laughs> And then the zombie boys at the end, too. Like, it's really, yeah. It's always fun when they do, like, those special sort of credits. Oh, yeah. See, it, it, it adds they do that, that little more than once. It je ne sais quoi. <laughs> je ne sais quoi to it. Yes. Um, it's an Orpheus episode. I missed Orpheus. Yeah. We have, it, it averages about, like, two, maybe, Orpheus episodes a season. I want to say, no. I think the only season that doesn't have Orpheus is season six. I think that's the only season that doesn't have an Orpheus. Episode. Still, I kind of missed him. I'm like, we've been focused. He's always, so he's much. always there, though. He's always there. He's always yeah. in the background. 
because uh, he lives there. <laughs> but so there's a certain thing there. of like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Missed you. Miss my favorite necromancer. Everyone's favorite necromancer. Yeah. And, you know, every every season needs a, a couple of Orpheus-heavy episodes. Uh, so here you go. Um, and we also sort of see something that was set up in the Shallow Gravy special mm-hmm. uh, that we learned about last season as viewers, but it, it was sort of known, made known to Rusty, uh, Dermot's relationship to him. And the rest of the family. And the rest of the family. Well, I, Hank found out about it. Yes. And forgot. So I think the only people who know now... Rusty, are, Al, are, Orpheus. Al, I think, forgot. Maybe. Because I think Al got in the brainwash. Orpheus probably, I don't think, did. And then... Uh, you can't really do that to a necromancer. They talk about that in yeah. uh, Trial of the Monarch. So, callback. Uh, and Brock. I think Brock, Brock and Shirley. Brock would know. Brock and Shirley would know. Oh, hell yeah. Because they ran the uh, the brainwasher. Yeah. So, uh, he has his reasons to be a little hard on Dermot. And uh, he is. To be fair, Dermot does need some kind of discipline. Yeah, and later on, like in the season, he like makes Dermot take out the trash. Like that's the only way he could spend the night. Like it's like that's that works. He needs he he could really use with some of that because I I think his 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 mom probably works a lot. So not that he doesn't work a lot. Yeah, but there. There's some bowl. Gotta make it work. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, yeah. How do you parent without identifying you as a parent? Go and ring the doorbell. Dude, that's also just kind of a rude thing to do, is just walk in. Well, like when you when you're as close to someone. To be fair, I yeah, I do just walk in your house. You just walk into my house. Like you also know that I'm coming over. Yeah. Well, I think it was very clear Dermot was coming over. Yeah. I'm sure Hank. I'm sure Hank said something. Like maybe. Maybe. Or maybe not. Who knows? Who knows what's going on with those boys most of the time? Um, and I like how, of course, uh Dermot is dressed up uh like the crow because he's Dermot. Yeah. I do really love him. I do. I do really love Dermot. <laughs> he's such a he's, good character. He's growing on me, kind of like a fungus. I really, I really enjoyed Dermot. Dermot. Like a- poisonous fungus oh, god i really hope they bring back dermot for the movie i really really do because <laughs> we really don't see him much Aww. after season five uh so i really hope they bring him back so that for the movie they have to they have yeah. to come on it's dermot Hank, if hank's apparently searching for himself gotta come across shallow gradius to get back together um and also, this is the first time we see Edgelord Dean, uh, because this all airs before Clean Suit. Yeah, previously to Green, Clean Suit, but we have already seen Edgelord Dean because Clean Suit. Yeah, we are fucking with continuity, folks. Have fun. We're in actual continuity, not in production continuity. No, or air continuity. Air, air right? continuity. 
it, yeah. I think production continuity is way far off. Yeah, let's uh, uh, and I, the, I, the boys don't have Halloween costumes. Well, Dean chose chooses not to, Hank was told not to, but quickly comes up with a very good <laughs> backup bag of Hank. Look, I like bag of Hank. Well, or put on sunglasses, California raisin. Which I also appreciated. Right? Yeah, no. Those are, those are, like, I may use the California Raisin one. That is, that is genius. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It's pretty, it's a I mean, pretty I would genius say plan. On par with Mattress Tag. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's pretty, like, low fuss. Low budget, easy to create. Yeah, no, no, give me, that's, that is the kind of, shit i want yeah hook me up with that um so orpheus had informed rusty he's having a party this is uh the the gathering of the brimstone assembly which is uh all of these uh elementals and i like that jefferson is included because you know he's totally magic he's 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 totally magic yeah he i mean he's only i still really love the hand it to be all regular like why don't you just hand it to be all regular it's just like i i i really i really love jefferson like i wish we got more of his lore yes and we also uh Reintroducing Red Mantle and Dragoon. Dragoon. <laughs> I really Oof. Dragoon. He, he he's he, trying. Okay, but see what he chose to do is go with uh, the thing with two heads, which is a nineteen seventy two film, yeah. and the creature in it looks not unlike uh red mantle and dragoon it's not the, the sort of two head setup uh problem is uh one of the one of uh, the heads is of african-american descent and so dragoon has chosen poorly very poorly don't 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 do blackface guys no please don't don't be racist and I and I'm and I'm so glad Jefferson calls him out on it too. Heck yeah, it's not okay. It's not okay. No, it's not okay. Uh, even if the face that's doing it is uh, probably suffering from Alzheimer's, it's still kind of like uh, it's still no, fucked up. No, it's still fucked up. No, you don't do that. Also, Red Mantle is an elemental, but not Dragoon, and I need y'all to remember that fact. Yes. It comes back. It comes back. We get, we, we get a, little, a little more stuff. I never did Mischief Night. Neither did it's, I. It's, it's not really called that here. They call it different things all over the United States. It's Mischief Night sort of uh, in the New York area. Yeah. New York very, City that's area. very East Coast. Uh, it's New Jersey, New York. What do they call it for us? Because like I never did it, but I know people who did participate, but I never did. 
do we even yeah, have I, any of that really we don't have an official name for it i think like oh see that's that's it cursed. was always it was always hooligans and miscreants and vandalism and more often than not drunk college students but they're they're gonna you know vandalize some houses with rotten eggs and tp did you ever have your yard teepeed uh no but we were egged and we had our fence kicked in multiple times See, Uh, we always we didn't have any of that we just had vomit college town friends it's so fun i really love the fact that it's uh pointed out how difficult it is to trick-or-treat at the venture compound i mean because you got the lasers you got the barbed wire uh it's it's a it's way out in like the sticks yeah freaking bonies yeah it it's so like you know electric fence most of most motion sensitive laser defense modules and that's just to get to the front door. Yeah, no. After you make your way all the way to the venture compound, can Doc's been stiffing them for uh, unsized candy bars? Unsized candy bars. Yeah, no. Uh, I I stand. I stand. With, I I am I am again with. Yeah, I'm I'm with Vatred on this. I'm with Vatred on this. Yeah. No. Uh, king size. King size. They get the king size. God damn it. Yeah. Also, uh, on the topic of the venture compound being so vast, uh, there's always like able to be just some new location. Oh, yeah. And it makes sense. Uh, and in this case, that location happens to be a haunted cottage in the middle of the woods that surround the compound. Yeah. Which, you know, what are you, what's the best way to spend a Halloween in an actual haunted house? What you think is a haunted house. Or what you think is a haunted house. What you've been misguidedly led to believe is a haunted house. Or what you yourself have decided is a haunted house. Based on what little information you've been given. Yeah. And it's really heartwarming, you know, to sort of, this is i think one of the only times besides prom that we get all three of the venture boys uh, together doing, doing an activity together yeah because new no, activities norm- yeah doing anything like because normally it's just Dermot and hank dean doesn't really hang out with them it's never all three of them so it's, yeah. it's just it's really it's really nice to get that and to get Dermot in on a go team venture oh yeah that, that, that made my heart feel good. What are they going to do? They're going to go to a haunted house and Dean's going to be the one to go in. Because Dean is new Dean. <laughs> yeah, we got new Hank. Now we have new Dean. We have Edgelord Dean. Uh, Who, again, I love. I know. he really. I really like the vibe that Edgelord Dean gives off. It's the curiosity for me. Can we talk about uh, the sexy trope of Halloween? Oh, yeah. Uh, like sexy damn Freddy, sexy damn Freddy Krueger, sexy damn Freddy Krueger. Like, I've never actually uh, done like a super sexy Halloween outfit. 
it's too easy. I know. Well, uh, so that, Jefferson almost, has a point. That's literally all that's, women's that's Halloween costumes. Almost the trick of it is making it look sexy without making it look easy. But then it's not really sexy because. Oh no, it could be sexy, but de- but like it's very more intricately diff- detailed. Yeah, but then it's just more effort. Hey, <laughs> and if you're gonna effort. do sexy, and if you're gonna do sexy, just go to go to spirit. You know, like if you're going to do go that trope. Or, or I just bust out some of my more uh, raucous cosplays. There you go. Sexy damn Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Sexy Commander Shepard. Jefferson has a legitimate... Point. Yes, he does. It is, it is an impossible trope to escape. It's an impossible trope to escape. It's really difficult finding, like, appropriate... Women's Women's costumes. clothing. But not just women's costumes... I would argue women's costumes for uh, women with larger chests as someone who has a larger chest. (laughs) My options are sexy or it doesn't fit. And therefore it is sexy. Yeah. Because it's too tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I I get that. My option is sexy, period. End of story. Just sexy or too sexy. If I want something that's child appropriate, I got to make it myself. But it's a problem. And thank you, Jefferson, for noting that. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Don't we? Yeah, it's great. And and the fact that he's just having this conversation, and I can only assume he's looking at uh, Orpheus's ex-wife while talking about it, too. I mean, yeah. Because she's, like, the only girl there. It's always a sea of men. And then and one woman. <laughs> one sorceress, yeah. One sorceress. Just one. I don't even know how to talk about Billy and White's costumes. Look, I love Billy and White's costumes. I just love Billy and White. I love them. I really do. They are such they are such great characters. Uh, I, so uh, White is uh, the thinner, whiter Duke. So Bowie, yeah, uh, and Billy is Rusty Venture, boy adventurer. To be fair, Pete's really rocking Bowie. He really is. I'm Pete's like, Bowie is a good Bowie. You are that is a that, good. That is a good Bowie. It's a very good Bowie. And they made it through. Well, I guess I suppose they have security clearance, don't they? Well, I, so I was going to say so. they made it through pretty easy. They're also adults. They're also adults. But here's the thing: they think they're trick or treating. They're not. They're just there to hang. No, out. They're they're there to hang out. I mean, it's like, what, what else Halloween? are you going to do on Halloween is hang out with your friends if you're an adult. If you're an adult I mean, without kids you, to take trick-or-treating. What do you think I do most Halloweens? Right? Same. And the fact that that's so cheap, he made them split a single package of Smarties. That's harsh. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, God damn it, Doc. Well, he, well, he has no money. Still. <laughs> he has no, he spent it all. Still. One one how many trick-or-treaters do you get doc three including them you can get a pack of smarties at the dollar store like a full bag of smarties at the dollar store and he makes them split one that's just and it's and it's a fun size it's a fun size smarties i'm sure they really only come in the one size they really do they really do i don't think i've ever seen a king size smarties no, they come in boxes. You can buy a box of Smarties. I have never bought a box of Smarties in my life. I don't think people buy them in a box. I, think, I would like to know no purchase one, a box of Smarties. 
no one goes out searching for Smarties. They taste like chalk. I like them. I I don't understand the appeal there. See, I'm looking it up now. Uh, <laughs> I would box like of, box of Smarties. Yeah, you can buy them in a box. I want it. See, here's the thing: the Smarties you're seeing are Smarty Minis. Really? Yeah. This this changes everything. You can buy biggest, yeah, big ass box. You of have Smarties. blown my mind. <laughs> Smarty Theater box. This is a legit thing. King size. It's not king size. You gotta look up. You gotta look up. You gotta look up. No, I'm googling king size Smarties. You're not oh gonna find God. what you're looking for. Yes, I can. I just found mega Smarties. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can buy a 40-pound bulk case of Smarties Minis for $136. But why would you? They taste like chalk. I love them. I don't understand why. Or I can buy a 36-piece box of giant Smarties. I don't know why anyone would want to buy them. I do. They're not good. They taste like chalk. I can buy two pounds from Walmart. I... God damn it. I can buy a 36 pat like a 36 please, piece box for $15. Please don't drunk buy Smarties. Please. It will arrive on my birthday. Please don't drunk buy Smarties. Because you're gonna get them. You're gonna get them and you're gonna be like, these taste like chalk. Why did I buy these? No, no one I actually love Smarties. They're weight. I have that gone out of my way and that is wrong. Smarties. That is that is wrong. No one look. No one, I'm also are, that weird person who likes melted milk balls. So no, see those are that that I get. I get. I get that. Smarties though, they're just it's chalk. It's chalk. It's chalk coated <laughs> in sugar. Want it? I'm not gonna buy it, but I know that they exist now. I I don't I don't get that. I don't get the appeal of a smartie. I have never gotten the appeal of a Smartie. I have, trust me, I have tried to understand it, but see, Smarties just seem like the kind of candy that you just sort of have foisted upon you and you just sort of are like, eh, I guess. And you never Look, feel good after eating them. You always no, feel see, sick. See, the thing, the thing that ruined me was actually learning about Canadian Smarties because they're not Smarties up there. What we, what we call Smarties in the U.S., they're called rockets up there. Smarties are a completely different thing and they're amazing and i miss them we got way off topic that is okay uh edgelord dean stepping out of uh the dean box to investigate the haunted house is pretty good like i stand yeah oh dean i mean and if you're gonna if someone's gonna investigate the potter house he decides it's gonna be him mostly just because i think he wants to be alone (laughs) and away from in Hank a way, Hank and Dermot, like he's, he, I'm sure he's like he's somewhere, done. somewhere he's just sort of regretting doing it, but he needed to get out of the house. Yeah. Gotta get um, out of the house. Now I'm stuck with my brother and his friend. Who is also my brother. And that's just a disaster. I need to leave. Yeah. Uh, and the Potter house, which is inhabited by the special guest of this episode, J.K. Simmons of uh, Juno. He was the dad in Juno. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the farmer's insurance commercials, uh, the film Whiplash, uh, and he's also like the voice of Cave Johnson in uh, the Portal games. Which I love. So, 
Look, we're all very familiar with his voice. Look, I was given a lemon by life at a convention, and I went on the Cave Johnson rant. What the hell am I supposed to do with these? Yeah, no, because I, there was someone who went as life will, and was handing out lemons. I, I will burn your house, house down, down with the with lemons. lemons. And drop, yeah, drop of a hat, Cave Johnson lemon. I have a shirt that has the full uh, lemon grenade rand on it. It's beautiful. Uh, I, I, it's, it's probably. It's, it's honestly, it's a piece of beauty, and I, it's, I it's love something J.K. I have Simmons for it. I, it's something I've quoted on more than one occasion. I more than twice, which. Uh, but in here, he is. Uh, he's Ben. He's Ben. <laughs> Not Potter Ben. Uh, I. Not even Ben Potter. Nope. Just he's Ben. It's his house. It's not Potter house. It's it's Ben's house. I really love that they're betting on uh children. On children making it through the minefield of security measures. Look, I get it. I'd be I'd be throwing money in there. Yeah, yeah. And we also get a new docktail. The hunchback. Disgusting as all of them. Uh based on Hank's uh blood. Blood. Which was ketchup and I don't remember. It was ketchup and something. Pepsi, Pepsi. Was ketchup, ketchup and, and Pepsi. Ketchup and Pepsi. Uh, so Doc makes a uh, hunchback ketchup and bourbon. Okay, now I know that as a drink it would be horrendous, but bourbon ketchup would go really, really well on like barbecue. I'm not even like gonna dignify. <laughs> Mostly just because all docktails are so unpalatable. There is no way to make them good. No, use it just barbecue sauce. If you make me hunchback ribs, I will eat them. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a bet. This is witnessed on my Hunch, birthday. Hunchback pulled pork. This is witnessed on my birthday. All right, when I'm down south uh, this fall. I will you, make you, you make- hunchback ribs. You make me hunchback ribs and I'll eat them. I'll eat them and I'll be happy, dude. Ugh. Now I'm going to have to experiment. Now, yeah, see, now I've given you a task. Uh, I am your god. You chat with boy. Uh, Rob podcast. It's it's nice to see the boys acting like actual boys. Yeah. They never do. They never do. They were, I mean, they, they don't. Sheltered. It's not necessarily a childhood. It is an existence. Yeah, but getting like Hank just hanging out with Dermot in the field, goofing off, at talking stars. about talking about checks mix. Hey, look, I think we've had a discussion about checks mix before. Well, it's accurate. It's it's the it's the checks mix it's that have all of the flavor inside of them. Yeah, the checks that have all the flavor in them. Yeah, that get all the junk stuck in them. Yeah, those are the best ones. Or the rye chips. See, not every everyone has rye chips. Like those I are only love, like. I love you. Gotta the rye you chips. gotta look for the rye chip checks mix. I love the rye chips because that's not a standard. It should I know, be, but it's, but it's really not. good. Um, it's just it's it's just nice to see. Yeah, it's nice to see, and and it's also kind of hilarious that hank's so in in tune enough with his brother to know that i I think he just wants to be alone (laughs) yeah 
Because because they can be at times oblivious to other people's emotions. Yes. Um, but I'm glad that he's like recognizing that Dean just wants to do Dean things right now. Dean wants to be Dean, and that's fine. Meanwhile, Dean D- D- Dean is getting some unfortunate news. It's not Potter's house; it's Bed's house. There's a Potter's field outside. Which, for those who are unaware, what a powers a, Potter's, a Potter's field a, a Powers field. Yeah. yeah, I could talk. I am sober. Uh, I am a totally sober. No, a Potter's field is. A shallow grave. Not necessarily. A potter's field traditionally is actually if you are poor, Mm -hmm. unable to bury yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, they are uh, there are there are still potter's fields in existence today. Um, actually, one of these came up recently in New York City as they were temporarily burying people on an island, which is a potter's field. And it's for people who don't can't afford burial, you know, have been, you know, don't have family to claim them. I they're also traditionally, you know, mass graves for large battles or yeah. I have a I misdeeds. Plague. Lots of plague. I I have I I have the full definition here. Uh Potter's Field. Popper's grave or common grave is a place for burial of unknown, unclaimed, or indignant, indigent people. Indigent, indigent, indignant. Like in, I, in, I can't. Indi- yeah, it's indigent. All right, okay. See, I can read sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I'm 28. I never learned how to fucking read. Yeah, and so it makes sense because you always kind of wonder. Where did Brock bury all of the numerous henchmen he killed? Yeah, I mean, they would technically be unclaimed. Because they are henchmen and they are numbers. And they would definitely be indigent. And no one, I'm sure, yeah, no one's going to claim them. No one's going to claim them. They're just, they are expendable. Which is kind of sad. It is. it's, It's, I think, probably one of the reasons 21 quit, too. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just because he did because he does have that realization uh, last season that who else has named a number? I am. Yeah, you know, before we could get any deeper into the revelations Dean's about to have, uh, he gets smacked upside the the face with with the body horror that is outrider on the pleasure toast. I hate the pleasure toast so much. You know, like no, it's this. It, it gets like a visceral reaction out of me. Oh no, I don't doubt that. I've just been on the internet long enough that I'm no longer even phased, and I don't know <laughs> if that's concerning. I, I that is that is relatively concerning. Yes, I mean, like so I'm I'm a horror fan, so I've seen plenty of body horror. Yeah, you know, I've been watching my roommate play Resident Evil Eight. So oh, with the, with the with the tall vampire lady. Yeah, with with nine <laughs> foot tall vampire lady. Please kill me. <laughs> nine foot tall vampire lady. Yeah, please please kill me. But um, but yeah. So there's there's definitely some things in there that get me. But like, oh, an animated skinless body. Okay. Yeah, it's just it gets weird. Weird suspension BDM shit. Okay, uh, so I saw but, a wedding uh, like this. You know. <laughs> It's it's just it's it's the fact that also Outrider is trying to solve a Rubik's cube. 
Look, and okay. the, it's the pleasure toast itself that gets me. That yeah. is that is what gets me. It is the pleasure toast that is uh, throbbing, pulsating. Yeah. Although, ironically, in the line of Rubik's cubes, I can't solve a Rubik's cube to save my goddamn life, right? Right. For some reason on my YouTube, I started getting suggestions for like competitive Rubik's cubes uh, rules and things. I don't understand the internet. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that either. Like, it's like how I kept getting recommendations for I think it was trapeze yoga. Oh, I mean, like that's weird. This pleasure toast. Come on, I've seen weirder. It was it was odd. I'll give it that. The pleasure toast. I was not expecting. Yeah, I was not expecting it being pleasure toast. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. <clears throat> Mm-mm. like i'm kind of with orpheus on this that's yeah that's kind of weird uh yeah no i'm i'm not okay with that not okay with that at all i would be concerned about triana as well um you know i mean that is that is please mm. do that in your locked bedroom oh 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 don't like it um you know what else is eh. not a good idea though reanimating the dead al yeah al 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 don't raise zombies. Like, it's just like, that is his, his big idea. It's like, eh, these are all like super party tricks. Let's raise the dead. Like, fair, let's light, as re- fe- light as a feather stiff as a board is literally a slumber party trick. I know. It's from the craft. I know. <laughs> That's a, I like, I, I, it, it, it really plays into Dr. Orpheus's whole Mr. Rogers routine. Yeah. While Al's deciding to reanimate the dead. Dean's um, getting some really... Uh... Dean finds out he's a clone. I'm just going to yeah. come out and say it. Yeah. Um, Talk about oof. For Dean, at least. like. Yeah, and it plants some seeds that come back later uh, about Ben having worked with uh, Jonas Sr. and Rusty on cloning, perfecting cloning. Yeah. And he really does have this heartfelt, you know, monologue about why Rusty's doing it. It's when you hold your dead child's body in your arms, you know, it's some kids are clumsy and accident prone. And so you carry around some bandages with you. And some this kids is just are one really big bandage. It's one big boo-boo that he tried to fix which is super heavy heavy you know it's yeah. heavy for him um it's it was it was a lot i was like oh yeah yeah it and you know as as my dad said in uh when i talked to him about the venture brothers first time it's like you know, he cloned his kids because he never wanted to make the biggest mistake just letting your kid die because of something you did yeah which, I mean, Rusty's made a lot of mistakes as a father. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have seen many of them. And we have seen many of them. Um, and Dean and Hank are so sheltered. It's it's no wonder that Dean goes to one really sort of moody extreme after finding that out. 
after oh, yeah. everything, after everything he's been through. It doesn't surprise me at all. No. Uh, and it explains a lot sort of of what happens the rest of the season. Like he already at the beginning of clean suit, um, he's he upset. wasn't having a he's, good time. He's upset. He's rebelling. Um, but then uh, this this takes it to a whole nother level. This is, I mean, this is some big information for him. Yeah, yeah. And he also has his first beer. Which, you know, I would agree with him. That's kind of the thing that you're like, you want a beer? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. I do. If you're offered a beer as a teen, you take it. Depends on the beer. The kids that finally make it through the trial by fire known as Avenger Frontlawn, I'm so happy for that little pirate. The little pirate and the princess, I'm so happy for them. You get your king-size candy bar. They are so lucky. <laughs> but the thing is down, I have to make it back. Well, no, they have to trick-or-treat their homes on the compound, of which we know there are numerous yes. beyond beyond Orpheus. <laughs> yes. There's more beyond Orpheus uh, that we just never see. So, he has some hors d'oeuvres. He has some hors d'oeuvres. Um, also, I like how uh, Hank and Dermot's whole subplot kind of ends with them super fucking runaway from the zombies in the potter's field. I mean, food. Whenever you, whenever they could bust out like the super runaway, that also makes me glad. It's like, it's yeah. like the go team venture. It's one of those like super runaway, super runaway. It's just, and then you add the new Hank sass of swearing in there and baby, you got a stew. Uh, delicious, delicious stew. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the master is back as Santa. That He's I was been... not expecting. Well, like, what else? I, I get it. What else could he come back as? Like, he can't come back as a particular thing for any of the elementals there. Yeah. Because I'm that's his normal M.O. Um, so he's Santa. He's Santa. And he's been forced out of the closet, which I got to admit, that is like one of my favorite exchanges. You go, girl. Solidarity, my brother. <laughs> like, it's just so good. Oh, yeah. um, and we get the real uh, big kicker. Of, Just Orpheus's uh, Halloween speech. The Halloween speech, um, which I have here. Halloween is a night we discover who we are. Are we people who make zombie armies? Are we those who condemn others? Or are we beautiful, beautiful children in resplendent costumes collecting candy? Are our choices and costumes provocative? Do we dress as a, up as our ideal self? Or are we not ready to decide what to be? Do you see it now? We use this one enchanted night to perform the greatest feat of magic there is. We become ourselves. Halloween is the true magic. It is the night we discover who we really are. I get choked Just, up. I know, like... Um, yeah, and, and I think I the fact that, that. And it, I, so it's like the writing, which is so great, uh, and then the fact that the character delivering it is Orpheus is what really sells it. Oh yeah, I mean it's this it it is this magical, delightful night, you know. Every, every Halloween is we get we get to pretend to be ourselves for a bit, regardless of what that is. Regardless of what or weird, how weird that is, 
And that's the end of the episode. It ends on that beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is a nice ending spot. The after credits of the episode, though, it does have some stuff for uh, people to keep in mind. Dean and Hank talk, and Dean decides not to tell Hank. I mean, can you imagine if Hank found out right there? Yeah. I'm not sure he would have. I think he would have handled it well, but I, he's... Not as well he's, as you think. He, well, he's Hank. He's yeah. Hank. Uh, he's he's not built the same way. And that final shot of Hank and Dean sitting on the roof of the compound with the sunrise is probably one of the most delicious, beautiful, gorgeous... Gorgeously animated things. Gorgeously animated uh, pieces of television I've seen. It's really pretty. It's really... It's just so aesthetically pleasing. So lush. And I agree with uh, Dean. Beer tastes like Dean. See, I've I don't. I've never met a beer I liked, so. I have my work cut out for me. And that's Halloween. That is our big Halloween special for this show. I really liked it. I know. It gets you all, gets you all it gets in the feels. All feels. Yeah, all in the feels. You're right up there, right in the, right in the old feels. Especially old now. <laughs> Especially old now. We will return on Wednesday with the second half of what color is your clean suit? Yes, we will. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> happy Halloween, everyone. Like, six months late. <laughs> no, it's Halloween in May. It's Halloween in our hearts. It's always Halloween in our hearts. End it the way we know how? I think we shall. Go, Go Team, team venture. venture. We love you guys. Have a great night.